0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Folks, we have made it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have made it. Because this is a week I have kind of had circled down my calendar for a while now. Because you almost go through those February doldrums. You go through the real slow, mundane, tedious period. Of the sports calendar, and I always like to say, this is the week where you know that brighter weeks, days, months, years, whatever you want to call it, they're ahead. Because it starts with conference tournaments, then it takes you into Sunday, which will be Selection Sunday, which I'm all fired up for. And this year, the way they have set up the NFL calendar, NFL free agency is a lot later normally we'd be already in the middle of all the moving and shaking and what's going on in the NFL. But because their season has kind of been pushed back a little bit, it means the combine was pushed back. It means the free agency period is pushed back. Yada, yada, yada. On and on we go. But it means that we are supposed to really hit the ground running, I would say, start Wednesday. And then from Wednesday on, really, till the end of June, it's going to be all systems go from The tournament, to the NFL free agency, to opening day in baseball, oh my goodness, what a time to be alive. But we start off this show with probably one of the more unexpected pieces of information that came across our radar that definitely threw, I think, a whole lot of us for a loop. That, of course, the Nets deciding to make a coaching change, firing Kenny Atkinson, bringing in Jacques Vaughn in the interim. And my first thought was, Kenny Atkinson fired. Why? Did anybody watch the way the Brooklyn Nets were put together last year? There were a couple games over five hundred, way ahead of expectations, heard so much about the great culture that was being built in Brooklyn. And you would have figured that a guy like Kenny Atkinson would be on pretty stable ground. He alongside Sean Marks. Then they have the big off season Where of course they land Kevin Durant. And they had Kyrie Irving. And I know this season has been a nightmare for Brooklyn. It has not been up to their standard. Despite the fact that their two best players. Have barely played. And in one of the instances. One of them has not played. So I found it rather stunning. That the Nets would make this sort of move. But. Think about what you know in the history of the NBA. And I'm not just talking Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade wanting Stan Van Gundy out to go get Pat Riley to coach a team. We go back 20, 30, 40 years. There's a history to this. Carmelo Anthony, more recently, with Mike D'Antoni, where, of course, Mike Woodson ended up taking over that Knickerbocker team. History teaches us. The superstar player and players in this case, they're always going to carry more weight. They're always going to carry more power than the head coach. Unless that head coach's name is Popovich, Riley, Jackson, the players are going to have say. And the players are going to make it clear if they like the coach or not. This could be a wild guess. I don't think I'm going out on much of a limb by saying it. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in some capacity ousted Kenny Atkinson. Period. End of story. You tell me otherwise? Last year I heard everybody waxing poetic about the Nets. And the state of the franchise. And... The way they were moving. And you know what? I was leading the charge. They had a really good season. They had a bunch of unknowns. D'Angelo Russell stepping up. Jared Allen stepping up. Joe Harris stepping up. Dinwiddie, you name it. They ended up being a sixth seed. They get figured out for a decent series. And they were the big winners of the summertime. Something must have happened within the last few weeks within the last few months, in which Durant and Irving have been vocal about who they want coaching the team. Now, do I think that guy is going to be John Vaughn? No, I do not. And I'm very curious to see in what direction Brooklyn will go for their next take coach. We know Sean Marks has ties to the San Antonio Spurs. No, I am not buying the idea that Craig Popovich is going to be coming in and coaching this team. He would have two superstars to work with. We know he has great respect for not only Kevin Durant, but he's got a great relationship with Kyrie Irving. Remember, when Kyrie Irving was a free agent or was being rumored in a bunch of trades, he was very willing to go play for Pop. I just can't see Popovich coming to Brooklyn and coaching the Nets. I mean, I could be wrong on this. We could have a laugh over this maybe during the summertime when the illustrious San Antonio Spurs career of Greg Popovich is over, I just don't get the sense he's going to be leaving San Antonio. I'd be very, very surprised. But does that mean Sean Marks makes a call of somebody like Tim Duncan? Perhaps. Does he make a call of somebody like Becky Hammond? Perhaps. But one thing is for certain. Whoever this next head coach is going to be, they are going to be coming in Not just under the recommendation of ownership and Sean Marks, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to have significant say. That's just the way the league works. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's fair. At times, the NBA can be a very cruel place. I mean, we've seen it with head coaches over the years where you look up and you say, Hold on a second, why'd that guy get fired? Mike Woodson in Atlanta got the team better. felt like year after year after year. Got fired. Stan Van Gundy took the heat from the ashes of Pat Riley basically walking away. Got him good. Got him to where they were very much a perennial winner. About to, you know, break through maybe for winning a championship. So start, boom, he's out. It's the way the league works. Kenny Atkinson will be fine. He will land on his feet. He's a good head coach. But we've said this with Brooklyn over and over again since they've put these two guys together. It's very simple. They were brought here to go and win a championship. Period. End of discussion. The Brooklyn Nets need to go and win an NBA title over the next, I don't know, year, two years, three years, whatever this window may be. If it turns out they get themselves a head coach who they believe can take them to a certain point, we will look back on this move, and you know what we will say? It was an absolute footnote. That's not trying to knock Kenny Atkinson. That's not trying to put him down in any way. It's reality. The superstar player always matters more. However, if indeed you have a situation in Brooklyn that blows up, Durant, Irving, whoever the next head coach may be, they can't see eye to eye. They don't get the most out of this team. Injuries continue to plague their big two. Then we will look back on the quote-unquote culture that Brooklyn was building and probably mock it a year or two from now. That's what's at stake. That's what's on the line. I'm very surprised, and for what it's worth, this is not the move I would have made. I think Kenny Exton's a good coach. I didn't really look at him and say he was a problem with the Brooklyn Nets this year. To me, the bigger problem with Brooklyn, their two best players, haven't played. (laughs) What do you expect? And you take away D'Angelo Russell, who was one of your best players a year ago. So there's a whole lot of moving parts there. This will be validated by Durant and Irving. And a story, they ball out, they play, they validate the decision, it's a footnote. If they don't, this chapter of Nets basketball that many thought would be this takeover, it would be this point in time where the Nets can really make their way and dare I say get some form of a stranglehold on the city to some extent. It's always going to be a Nick town, but to have their peace, to have their share of the pie, if you will. You don't win with these two guys. No matter how dysfunctional and how pathetic and how flat out sad the New York Knicks may be, you ain't ever going to have that in Brooklyn. So, stunning news over the weekend. And it had me thinking also from a Knickerbocker standpoint. Because we do know the New York Knicks will be in the market for a new head basketball coach. Is it possible now? That Leon Rose will look to Kenny Atkinson as a potential candidate. If I'm the Knicks, absolutely. Kenny Atkinson knows a thing or two about Madison Square Garden, was an assistant many moons ago on Mike D'Antoni's staff. Did great work, if you remember, with Jeremy Lin. That was kind of his claim to fame during Lynn's sanity. that he was like, Lynn's guy, that he was like the nurturer, the developer, or whatever you want to call it, for the point guard that had his, you know, New York Minutes flashing a pen. Kenny Hacker's a coach. Would he be my number one choice? No, he would not. Just because I look at the track record of Tom Thibodeau and I look at the building that Tom Thibodeau was able to do in Chicago, and the work I've seen him do with some young players, it's there. And it's just a sort of edge and toughness that I, for one, would like to see back at Madison Square Garden. So I wouldn't be opposed to a Kenny Atkinson hire. He just wouldn't be my top choice. That's all. And if Kenny Atkinson ended up taking a Nick job, we'd all come on the air and say, you know what? The guy coach, let's see what he's going to do as far as developing, as far as building, as far as growing. A Knickerbocker team that is very young. A Knicks team that, yeah, needs a whole lot of developing to get to a level of competence. Jeff Van Gundy and Tom Thibodeau are still my two top choices. And maybe it's due to the fact that I am kind of a sucker for this yestie or Nick period. I am. Maybe it's happening more and more in my old age because the Knicks continue to fade more and more into the abyss. But, like, those fixtures of the old school days, those fixtures of the old school Knicks, it's like near and dear in my heart. A style, a passion, an energy that was in that building. And I know Tom Thibodeau was not leading the charge. Jeff Van Gundy was. I think it's far more likely you would see Tom Thibodeau end up coaching the New York Knicks as opposed to Jeff Van Gundy. I'd love the Van Gundy subplot. I think it'd be great. It'd be unbelievable drama. I just, I cannot envision Jeff Van Gundy and James all working together. I think mean, with Thibodeau, it's different. He's never been a head man here. He's got this great relationship with Leon Rose. I absolutely can see it. But you may add another name that is thrown into this mix. A Nick assistant, a Ned head coach. And a guy who, to me, got a flat-out raw deal in Brooklyn. But Kenny Atkinson, I think, learned a hard and a valuable lesson. In the NBA, the superstar matters above all. And if for some reason that superstar doesn't believe in you as head coach and ownership finds out about it, you ain't winning that battle. Because if it's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, or Kenny Atkinson, Nets made their choice pretty clear. And you know what? After what they did last summer, can't blame them. Now it's time for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving next year to make them look good. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring
0: back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it.